Cuphead and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. On a Thursday, sun's holding out, so we should be A-OK for the trip. I've got my basic D&D stuff that I'm bringing along, and the Isle of Dread. I'm going to let them stomp around the Isle of Dread for a while. That'll be fun. I've just got to do a few changes. This brings up the subject about changing changing modules, changing up things. Say you have a pre-printed module that you're using. And Isle of Dread is probably one of the best modules to use for something like this, because it even for a sandbox, it is flexible. I have a copy here. I have three copies of this, by the way. I have a pristine blue copy in a bag. I've got a very well-preserved orange copy. And this orange copy that is just beat to hell. I don't know where I got it, but I got it. Somebody probably handed it to me and gave it to me. And a couple of the maps are missing. No problem. I got PDFs of both versions, so I just printed out the best map that worked. I even had to redo the Isle of Dread map, the main map, because somebody marked it up. Anyway... How you want to change things up to suit your needs. Now, there is a very, very, very thin plot line from Isle of Dread. And it's almost, they hand you this little thin plot line and say, here's the island, go to it. Here's what's on the island, go to it. So, first thing I have to do is figure out a way to get them there. Or why they would want to go there. This is only going to, probably going to be two players. I've heard of the shipwreck scenario. A friend of mine likes to do that. You're stranded on the Isle of Dread because your ship hit a storm, blah, 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 blah. But they also, in the thin plot line, they give you a a page from a log of a captain who went to the Isle of Dread and says talks about some goodies there and natives and things like that and treasures. It talks about this black pearl that the natives talk about. And every every group I've run this through that's the first thing they zoom in on. We want that black pearl. So, I'm going to use that as a plot hook. What I'd like to do is to have them make their characters, have them start in, say, Specularum, because this takes place in Mistar, and I don't see why I shouldn't use Mistar in this. And I want one of them to be in hock to, like, a moneylender or a pawnbroker or something like that. And he's coming after him for his money, whatever. And hopefully the players will say, hey, we got this map. We found this map. I'm going to have him find it somehow. Found this map, and it says something about a black pearl. And the money lender's going, wait a minute, black pearl? Ooh, that's a lot of money. Tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to finance your trip. We'll rent you a ship, rent you a crew. We'll get you over there. Bring me back that black pearl. And anything else, I will split 50-50. So if they take it, I hope they take it. That's my plot hook. Otherwise, I'm going to have to come with something else. Okay, plot hook taken care of. Number two, what's on the island? Let's see, you have headhunters, you have pirates, you have dinosaurs, you have racasta, you have, and a whole other mundane things like crocodiles and sea snakes and, and lizard men and all this other stuff. Just, it's almost like a buffet of encounters. So let's cut that down a bit. They're looking for the Black Pearl. Okay. I will have them wander around a bit. First thing I want to do is see if they can meet the natives, that one friendly tribe. They have a plot hook in here about undead bothering them at night and kidnapping people. And it talks about the zombie master. So I can do a little 
a little side adventure with the zombie master. You have to go find the zombie master's lair, fight some undead, and be the heroes of the tribe. So they have a friendly tribe. Then they can tell. And they have this big wall, you know, kind of like Skull Island's Kong Wall, right next to their village. And they don't know what's being... Well, they, they leave it closed, let me put it that way. And so that's a mystery there. Don't know how that's going to work out. But the point is, they're friendly with the natives now. So the natives will help them. They can, they can get a few native bears to take them a certain ways. And, and like I said, well, I didn't say, but it, this is all supposition. This is all supposition because I don't know what the players are going to do. You never know what the players are going to do. No plan survives contact with the players. So, And I use that as an asset. So this is how I got a plan. They go around looking for the, the pearl. They run, into, yeah, they run into dinosaurs and this, that, and the other thing. Somehow they contact the Rakasta. Rakasta puts them on the trail of the plateau which is a big deal in this. Now, I looked at the whole plateau. Oh, and the pirates? They may run into the pirates. They may not, but I'm going to change the pirates. That's a poor lot of pirates. They don't even have a ship. I'm giving them a ship. I'll call them something like the, uh, I don't know, the golly darn or the the the, the bloodstone or something like that. Uh, the... The Glorioski, I don't know. Anyway, I, I'm going to give the pirates a ship just because pirates should have ships. They're too far away from the mainland to actually raid or anything. Maybe that's why they don't have ships. I'll find an excuse. Anyway, back to the Black Pearl. Now, the plateau stuff. I'm not too crazy about the Copro. That whole Taboo Island Copro thing. I like Taboo Island. I just don't care for the Copro. They're, they're like junior mind flayers with that charm and stuff. Now, that could be some interesting things, but I would rather have a bigger group for that. So I've got to come up with some kind of some kind of temple or something they can raid. And it's funny, on uh, the Kapru area, the Black Pearl is just down in the whole place. Their temple is flooded. And they like it like that because they like the water. But the Black Pearl is in a giant oyster on the bottom of one of the rooms. And that's, I thought that was kind of mundane. It's like, okay, there's the Black Pearl. Fine, there it is. Go get it. But I wanted to sort of put something worthy, better around it. Because, like I said, the copper in the temple, I'd leave the, I'd leave the taboo island. Well, if you have the copper, you don't need the, the hot, the steam and the hot water and all that stuff. But I might leave that there anyway because, hey, natural phenomena, you know. So I've got to leave the temple and build something, to me, more interesting around it. And I'm sure there's stuff out there. Somebody put, um, somebody put, what is that, that module X9, X8, the temple, the, the forgotten temple, in there. And they said it worked. I think that was Eric Fabiashi. But I might look at that, too, and take part of that from it. So that's how I'm going to spiff up the Isle of Dread. That's my Isle of Dread right there. I don't... I, 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 it's just... This thing just cries out for structure. Because it's a sandbox. Yeah, I'll let them wander. I love, I love letting PCs wander. But I've got to have the hooks out there. And it seems a little, the way I'm talking sounds a little railroady, but when it comes down to it, I'm not going to push it. I'm not going to push it. I want to see what they come up with. 
It's always interesting to see what the players come up with. You give them this bait, either they take the bait or they don't, or find that shinier bait over there that you didn't even know about. And all of a sudden, you're off to the races going somewhere. And that's the beauty of role-playing. That's the beauty of having a game. It's called, it's a loose rein. It really is. Because you just, hey, here's the situation. My favorite saying is, now what are you going to do? And see what they do. That's the whole beauty of it. And Isle of Dread cries out for it. Really does. Almost took the loss. Of, I told them, I asked my oldest grandson, I said, you want me to just take Rule Cyclopedia? He said something about first edition. And if they'd taken first edition, I would have grabbed my ostrich book and used that. And it wouldn't be the Isle of Dread. It would have been the Sinister Secret of Salt Marsh. Nothing like a good Scooby-Doo adventure. But they chose. He says basics okay, so I'm going to use Isle of Dread. And they should have a lot of fun. And I hope they do. Salt Marsh is interesting. I, I could run Salt Marsh with basic, but I didn't want to fool with it. I didn't. If I wasn't going to run the original system it was in, I didn't want to fool with it because this is a one-week vacation, and I'm just trying to keep things, trying to keep things simple, if you know what I mean. I originally just rolled up some stuff from one of the adventure builder things I have. I think it was Richard LeBlanc's D30 stuff, and I looked at the list and I go, or I say, this is nice. This is a lot of brain work. Well, some brain work. And I'm a lazy dungeon master. I'll just grab a module this time. And that's how lazy I got. But, hey, it works out, you know. So I'm going to take that with me, and it works out. And if you guys got you know, if you guys got any ideas and things how you adapt a module to your liking, go ahead and either leave a message for me here, a voice message on Anchor, or write me at oldmangrognard at gmail.com. I'm always willing to listen, and I'll read it on the air. Here. Well, as close to the air as we get. Anyway. Okay, I'm going to go out and start getting ready. And I hope you people have a great day. And keep the dice warm. And until next time, I'll see you. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.